Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning! Up and at em. It's that time. What time is it? Kentucky Roll Call. I'm so excited! I'm so excited! With Walker and Roush. We're too wild and crazy guys! Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. July 13th, 2021. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Gentlemen, how are you? How we doing? I'm happy to see you this morning. Uh, Happy to see you in a Duran Lamb t-shirt. Well, who up? Team No Sleep over here. All right, I'm trying a live stream. Trying. Of course, you know, you think the day you try a live stream, you may come five minutes early, but not me, (laughs) not this guy. So, wait, like the live. Like people could see us, yeah. Oh, wow. That's a bold strategy, Cotton. It is a bold strategy. Yeah. Um, Perhaps going to break the camera. Especially for the internet. Oh, wow. It actually does fit kind of nicely over there. Wow. Looks like we know what we're doing. (laughs) Do we, though? Oh, my gosh. Wow. Flexing for the camera over there? I think the camera makes everything appear smaller, don't they say that? Or 10 pounds bigger. Except for your biceps. Uh, all right, so here's I, I've got to learn a little bit more about this, and this I've got is a to nice do, little test run. Uh, yeah, this is kind of what this is going to be. Uh, technically, this stream that we're doing right now can be found by anybody. In the future, it will only be Patreon. Oh, that's what I'm trying to figure out because I think I'm going to have to pay a little extra on Patreon to to have that feature. As of now, I think you just uh, go to uh, the YouTube. Uh, it just goes to YouTube. Huh. Patreon was like Patreon feature or YouTube live feature, and then it said one said exclusive, and then one said everybody can see it. But I, I, I've got a few ideas up my sleeve about it. But oh. We'll give this a test run, see if anybody can find it, if anybody watches it, and if they uh, do, cool. If they don't, they don't. That means I'm gonna have to do most of the show from my phone, but that's all right. That too. Means I'll have to wear I... pants too. <laughs> you are wearing shorts. <laughs> What's up see, with the new car, Justin? Uh, it's an automatic. So my other car is a stick shift, and with my arm, it is the one of the most painful things I've done so far. So oh my gosh, had to because had to, you fell off the scooter, you can't drive your car. <laughs> I mean, I literally have I have limited movement in my arm, TJ. So I traded my one of my buddies for Why his you automatic. Come in here and show us that bad boy arm. I got uh, you. I, I showed, showed it to me. It's not. It, showed it, up early. Is enough. it gnarly? It's not all that it's cool. N- yeah, yeah, it's not. But I could see where you couldn't drive an automobile with some it. swelling in the elbow might make it difficult. Like it's, you know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Way better. I'm sure it was swelled up at one point. It, and it was look, uncomfortable. It, it didn't look that bad. No, it didn't. Like it, it's the point where it doesn't look cool enough to show off to a lady. Justin, you know? I know that we've already put this out on radio. I'm and, a baby. And the podcast, but don't tell. Tell people your car's in the shop. 
Yeah. Don't, don't don't do that. Don't tell people it's because you hurt your arm on a scooter accident. I, I'm an honest guy, TJ. Or be like, yeah, I was riding my riding my hog. Yeah, there you Andy, go. And uh, <laughs> that's what I had a guy. a curb, wrong way, idiot drivers. I had a guy at the bar last night. He was like, I would tell people that it was a Harley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, don't don't yeah. Just I'd go with the safe cars in the shop. Just got to do some routine maintenance. They gave me this as a loaner. Uh, SUV though, it's a nice looking car. I, it it made me think that. Aren't you a little surprised, Justin? Just doesn't have like a ginormous truck. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't need a to truck guy. First off, I think sixty-five percent of Indiana male residents do own a truck just naturally. So you're going against the odds, even by yourself. I don't need Correct. to compensate for anything. And that's the thing. Like that's the you know, that's what that's what people joke about. But normally, you do see smaller guys. Physical height is what we're referring to. Mm-hmm. Driving trucks, even without you know. The stereotypes. Yeah, I agree with that. I would I would like to have an SUV one day. I wouldn't mind a truck one day, for what it's worth. We just, were actually uh, having a conversation because eventually the wife's car is going to be needing an upgrade. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, cause, you know, you talk about SUVs. I was just like, just get a minivan. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm as dad as it gets. I don't care. <laughs> but then her thought was, wait, 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 wait. Why, why don't we just get a big old truck? And my thought was, well... Aren't you basically just paying a bunch more for a car that goes down in value quicker? Or does it go to Does it retain value better? I don't know. I don't know the market on trucks. I don't know trucks versus SUV. What's a better investment? I think whatever you I think if you know you just take care of a car, all of them could go a long time, or you could get unlucky and buy a crappier version and it's not. I don't know. I had a convertible, I had that crappy little Toyota convertible. And ever since I haven't have it, I love my car, but it was so great being able to move whatever you want. And you may say to yourself, oh, it was a convertible. You couldn't move whatever you wanted. Well, yes, you could. There's no ceiling. Like, I could just stack stuff on on stuff. I could fit kayaks in there if I wanted to. <laughs> and it, I, I think just a truck would be an easier version of that. Yeah, like, it, it, it is so convenient being like, oh, I need to move something. Well, no issue. I got a truck. And everybody's got friends with trucks, but don't be that guy or that mm-hmm. girl that's always ta- – like, you, you get maybe maybe one a year. Really should average out to one a year, and if the average is more than that, you're being a little bit of a bother. Or you got to you got to rotate your truck people. Just if you use one, then you got to go find somebody else. So I've thought about that. So Justin, that uh, wasn't wasn't necessarily a dig at you. Yeah, just become a truck guy so yeah. TJ can move. Oh yeah, I would. I, I would have no issue hitting Justin. <laughs> <laughs> For what it's worth, I wasn't worried about uh, you railing on me. Oh, that's good. Okay. Uh, good, good, good. Hey, I got a lot to get to today. I was going to tweet this out, but again, I was kind of dealing with the stream thing for some reason. But uh, start of the second hour, Kentucky football was wrong, and they need to they they need to apologize and make some things right. Whoa! And I'll get to that at the start of the second hour. A little radio tease, but it's a pretty big deal now that now that I've thought a little bit more about it. Now that I've let it kind of digest if you will and it's uh it's it, it's annoying it's annoying to say the least and i wonder if you agree with me or not but we'll get to we'll get to that in hour two uh, first thing i just wanted to talk about was usa basketball what a joke getting to be a little ridiculous yeah does that concern you all the 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 first game nigeria did not no like it no, didn't really bother no. me that was they were a lot hungrier as an exhibition game and you figure it's the first one i mean this team's been together for what a week yeah but 
All right. This se- I mean, it's not good. You should still beat them. You should have a bad game and still beat them. But it's an exhibition. They were in it close, and you know that like that's going to be something they're going to be able to remember forever. And they have a lot of NBA players they did. The one last night's a little bit more concerning just because wouldn't you want to come out and just dominate it and right. been like, okay, we're, I mean, we're, we're going to make things right here. So that's a little concerning. I think the United States was 54-0 and in exhibition games, and now they're 54-2. and No, they were 54-2. and before this year, so now they're fifty four and four. So they, since a, they've, since du- a certain, they've doubled, they've they've doubled the yeah. since it's a for, since a certain time frame. I can't think of when okay. it's from. Uh, bring back Coach K? Question mark. Many people are not saying it, but maybe Pop's swirliness is actually a bad thing. Can he bring in Tim Duncan? Because he seems like he does well with Tim Duncan. Uh, Tim Duncan coached for a little while. Remember that. Does he not doing that anymore? No, no. I guess he couldn't wear his baggy pants anymore. Mm. Yeah, that's one of the first rules of coaching. Yeah, need to have. You can't wear baggy pants on the sideline. He was just like, I can't do without it. Can't that, do without it. The team's good. I don't know why they're losing. Like they, they there's not a, another country in the world really that should come within ten or fifteen points of them. So I don't think it's like a talent thing. It's just do you you know get it get it together? Australia they were, they were didn't big, have Ben Simmons. <laughs> So nobody to foul. Yeah, <laughs> they uh, they were up big in that game. I, I I didn't watch the end. Similar to the Nigeria game, I thought it was going to be an an easy win for uh, for the for the red, white, and blue. So what's next for them? Do we know? Do we know a schedule for them? Um, I just pulled up something. Um, hmm. I would assume that they have at least another tune up. Uh, Damian Lillard had 22, Durant looked 17, those two were 10 of 20 on threes. Yeah, the ESPN story really isn't getting into the, getting to the point. Uh, Joe Ingles was the leader for the Australian team, had 17 points, did not know he was Australian, makes sense. Patty Mills, remember him? Uh, yeah, okay, they play Argentina today. Oh. Good. I Good. saw they, that they, uh, they need they needed to get out there sooner rather than later. I saw that Luis Scola is still playing for Argentina at 41 years old. That's so. unbelievable. And Good he's probably probably one of their best top three players. What yeah. about Ginobili? Is he still out there? Ginobili's much too old for that. I think he made more money. Scola he made just enough money to where he's like, I'm gonna play until my knees pop off. Just like the horse that's like 13. It's like, oh <laughs> gosh, get it, get get her out of there. Come on, let, let her let her go. Uh, let her go out to pasture exactly. during the farm. Yeah, I always feel bad for the old horses. Just, but then again, you know the horse racing lifestyle, similar to like shabby. Trevor's. You work, you know, an hour a week. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, so that's not good for USA basketball. If you missed it last night, they lost. I watched a little bit of it, but not the end. Uh, one, it was late. And two, I thought we were going to be okay. So that's embarrassing. Did not watch a second of the home run derby. Oh, Justin and I both were discussing some of it because we watched. I watched seconds of it. I don't. I don't know who won. I don't know. Was there any controversy? I did see the video clip of the dude kind of flipping over the little concourse thing. Which was funny. Uh, what what else we had? What you all break it down for me? Let me be radio listener Joe here. You all need to inform me. Okay. Let me break it down for you, real simple. Okay. Pete Alonzo is a beast. They call him Big Meat Pete, which is just great nickname. I mean, why didn't I think of that? <laughs> such a great nickname. Uh, he was smashing balls 
Uh, I also watched Shohei Otani. So instead of like they go head to head now, instead of whoever does the best, the two best out of the first round, they move on. No, they've done head to head for a bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's it still throws me off every time I see it. I forget about it, and then I'm like, oh, oh, so they're doing that again? Okay. Well, Juan Soto was going up against the marquee guy of all the All Star Game stuff, Shohei Otani, and uh. The only nickname that might be better than Big Meat Pete is Soto's Childish Bambino. Uh, no, not as good as Big Meat Pete. But, but still really good. At least unique. Yeah, somewhat. yeah, yeah. And the old Bambino, they called Otani the little babe. No, no. The, but this Bambino was hitting bombs. And they actually, so they went, they were tied after the, what did they get, three minutes, Justin? Mm-hmm. So they go to a one-minute slog off, and... Uh, I forget how many Otani needed, but six. He, he got on a nice little rhythm where he just blasted like five or five in a row, maybe. Gets to the point where it's like he's got twenty seconds left, and Carl Ravitch is getting ready to call it, and he just can't get it out. Can't get it out. Fifteen seconds passes. He's not able to get a bomb off. So they go to three pitches. You get three pitches to swing at, and whoever has the most home runs advances. Soto. Goes three for three. That's good. <laughs> yeah. uh, you'd think that'd be tough to beat. Yeah, yeah. Otani <laughs> just lined out and it was over with. Oh. So he's sa- he's saving his arm for tonight, is what people are saying. I did see old Steve A got in some hot water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All over the translator talk. It was a really just dumb comment, just because it like <laughs> who who care like who really who cares. I, I didn't think he needed to apologize for it. It's, he, it's, he wasn't it's, going to originally. It, it's his bad opinion. Yeah, but he he kind of went down it for a while, and then he did the notes app thing. Yeah, I, I saw, was, I saw, and I was like, I saw man. the apology. And everything has to come back. Like I don't want to, I don't want to be. You, you, it's it's nothing more than a sports opinion, and anybody that takes it as more than a sports opinion is they're in the wrong. You're not in the wrong for allowing people to kind of run wild with their own mind. You're you're in charge of your own bad opinion. Uh, a star of a sport is going to be a star of a sport based on what they do on the field, not what they say on the field right, or right. off the field necessarily. So it was a, it was a dumb comment because it was just wrong. But I don't know. That's he's not getting canceled or anything like that. So but no, he, no. Didn't, he didn't need to apologize, and the apology wasn't even it was it didn't really have to do so much with what he said. It's how it could be perceived and. That's a little lame. Yeah, and it, like yeah. we we don't need to. We're, I'm not. I don't have to be responsible for how somebody else interprets my well thought out opinion. Was his well thought out? No, because it was dumb. But maybe it was well thought out, just in a dumb manner. But it doesn't matter. People aren't going to be like, ah, he can't be the superstar of the league. He's got a translator. No, I mean that, that people will be all right with that as long as he's just absolutely dominating, like he has been. Yeah, uh, I. That's that's my opinion. The the baseball takes that I love, Justin, are the is Mike Trout the face of baseball? But like, can we even recognize him on the street? You know, like I I always appreciate those takes um, because they play on the same team, and Otani is more popular than Mike Trout already. So mm-hmm. like, obviously, it doesn't matter. Now, does it make you uh, a more popular person if you're doing commercials and? You know, cracking jokes and stuff. and Probably makes you more marketable in the sense of you're going to make more money. Yeah, yeah, but if you're good, you're good, and he's been great. And Not like the Yankees wouldn't pay that dude a bajillion dollars right, uh, right. because he had a translator. Oh, how know? many 
how many like marketing opportunities do you think he has overseas? More. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, maybe not more. He but probably doesn't need to do anything here because he's making the, so much money from there. The richest of the rich are those that can double dip, and the richest of the richest of the riches are those that are just international stars. And you got a better international being an international star if your base is in one place, but you're dominating the country in another. And that's what he can do. That's what he's doing. That's what he can do. And you look at like a Messi and Ronaldo and all that stuff. It's they have fans literally all over the world because they've left impressions all over the world. So, yeah, I saw that he was in hot water. I think he said he's going to have a a more formal apology on their show today. I, don't, I still don't know anybody. Great that, tease. I still for the don't show, know. That, I, yeah. Oh, can't wait. I still don't know who. I don't know anybody that watches that show. So here's the thing. I have in the last. Oh, year. no. You watch? No, 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 no. I, do, I don't watch the show, but I think I, I really have grown to like Stephen A. Smith, and I think some of it is because of our Twitter friend Jay Paul, y'all, and his use of Stephen A. Smith video clips, <laughs> because he's just a hilarious human being. So I enjoy Stephen A. Like, I like whenever the NBA Finals ends and Scott Van Pelt gets Stephen A. on, and he just immediately starts bashing Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday for not making any shots. Like, and it's... It's it's kind of silly, but I, I I enjoy him in small doses because he is such a um, the way he talks is just not like how people talk. That's the thing; it has no. to be small doses. That's the only way you can take Stephen well, A. The the way I can find how they are entertaining Stephen A. Skip Bayless is they are they are acting. They're acting. Yeah, it's theater. They are actors. It's sports theater. It is. And it's great. It is. It can be so good. I I do. It's TV, for Christ's sake. It's it's, It's all theater. It's not not entertaining to me, but along the same mold of what you're saying, it is pretty impressive to just have to come in every day and be outraged and yelling and screaming and pumped up about something. No human is. Like, nobody is that passionate about (laughs) so many different things on a daily basis. So it is theater, and that's why he does get paid as much money as he does. I don't. I'd rather listen to people that are like giving their actual thoughts and opinions and being reasonable mm-hmm. uh, than that. But to each their own, and they they certainly do make. He a uh, he did an interview with money. Kyle Brandt on his Ten Questions uh, podcast. It's on Spotify. It's pretty pretty good stuff. And just to hear Stephen A. like dial it back and be regular Stephen A. like it it. It was just kind of like, oh, so this guy actually, like, you forget that he did a lot of grinding before he became, oh, yeah. you know. The, I mean, even like Skip Bayless. Like, yeah. all, those, all those people, you do you do most so of the time you, put in the work. Some of it's like, okay, I, I respect him a little bit more now. And, like, he knows what he's doing. Like, this is yeah. a bit that started working, and so he's just ran with it. So, uh, you know, sometimes it's going to get you to where you've got to issue apologies and then go on your show and – Talk about it the next day. Unfortunately, it would have been great if Otani would have won the Derby and then came in and, you know, Stephen A would have had to put his face in the poop, you know, uh, like, like, or a, like, like a bad to, dog. Or like he, they have him on the show, but they have to talk through the translator. God, that'd be hilarious. And then the, like, oh, and then they just, like, mess with Stephen A. And the translator is like, he, he says that he hates your guts. <laughs> he says, don't even look. You're being disrespectful just by making eye contact. Don't Close your stare eyes. at his eyes. Yeah, that could have been like an SNL bit or <laughs> oh, something man, like that. That'd be, really be pretty good. good. Uh, do you watch I Think You Should Leave? Yeah, I've, I've watched uh, four of the six episodes this season. Watch, we just watched season two, episode one last night, and the wife – cried she was laughing the so hot dog hard. bit yeah. uh no what was the one the second one after the hot dog that was the one that i really think really think got her 
Uh, I thought the, the the hot dog one was hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, what was the second one after the hot dog? The ghost one was the last one. No, anywho. Uh, I think you should leave. It's just kind of like. It's really silly, and sometimes they don't land. Like, some of the, the bits don't land. But because it's just very outrageous and vulgar. Have you ever? Of course, Justin doesn't have time for it. No, no time. It's six 15 minute episodes. See, seems like I would like it, though. Yeah, I'm reading it, into it. It's Oh, it's. The, I, I've liked the first season better so far, but like, you know, I, they, they each have their own really good hot dog bits. Um, <laughs> they each do. And what you're going to find, actually, I'm not even going to say it. That, because the less you say about it, the. Yeah, don't ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, great show. Uh, Pete Alonzo, Big Meat Pete, speaking of hot dogs, he did end oh, up winning the Derby. Coffin flop. Coffin <laughs> oh, flop God, was the no, one that had yeah. the wife just. Because that, that one's just really messed up. What was it, quick Corn Cop TV? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's really good. Watch yeah. watch season two, episode one, and uh, right. I think it's the second skit, co- yeah. Coffin Flop. But all of them in that in that first episode were pretty good. Maybe the the Haunted House was the worst one of the bunch. But good show. Yeah, that was, uh, that was really enjoyable. All right, we do have UK-related sports news. CJ Frederick, Frederick's legs have been amputated. Both. <laughs> Oh, man, yesterday. That was an exhausting day So I imagine your side of things probably a little different. I know Ryan Lemon's not a writer for the website. Yeah, and I don't talk to Ryan regularly. But but I imagine some comments on Facebook potentially. Were were things a little hectic yesterday at the KSR compound? Well, it's also one of those things that, I mean, if you remember, Jack was at C.J. Frederick's workout when he first got back to Kentucky. So, like, he's pretty close with the Fredericks. So for Ryan to drop that bomb, it's kind of like a, oh man, you know, you could have said something to Jack first and then gun it all. Because I, I, even if you look at what Jack wrote on the website, his kind of long, all right, here's the long story. Ryan shared the short story. Here's the long story. And Cal, he was, I think Cal was exactly where he would typically be and that was somewhere in between. So Ryan says that CJ Frederick had surgery for a broken leg. Then two hours later, Cal says he had a minor procedure to, uh, you know, should make sure he's ready by the time the season. The starts. plantar fasciitis is what was like the Iowa issue, supposedly. Yeah, and I think what happened is that Ryan lost in translation stress fracture. He just oh, here's fracture, and that's broken leg. Broken leg sounds a lot worse than stress fracture. It is because it, 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 what everybody did was like, all right, how is this dude breaking his leg? Like, yeah, you can come down wrong in a basketball game, but a broken leg, you don't see that in basketball very often at all. Like, yeah. You know, tears are much more common than just having your bone snap. So, right, right. Like, how did your the, ankles what, are was, strong? Was he on an ATV? <laughs> like, what was going on that like broke this dude's leg? I I was surprised to hear that there was some I didn't cuz there wasn't even any rumblings that like something happened in a practice something happened in a workout Yeah yeah usually you hear that we're, we're waiting to hear what it is who's it's the, not good. who's the name yeah. Exactly yeah we've had that happen far too many times thanks a lot Mingus Yeah seriously every single Kentucky basketball injury it's all I saw Mingus you tweeted him. I don't think he got it No I don't think he did Did you either. have to explain it to him or just I just, that be? We'll just keep, keep blaming. blaming him until <laughs> he finally is like all right guys what the hell Yeah yeah, uh, uh, good stuff. But so Cal comes out with that. I'm always skeptical of Cal and his injury stuff. And it, yeah, you had a little like you had a little tweet back, sort of. You, 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 I, and you're right. Everything you said was right. I mean, in in 
I don't even I, think you mentioned Jared Vanderbilt. No, and Jared Vanderbilt's the biggest one. Probably and, the most frustrating. And I think what it all comes down to with all of this injury stuff is that UK is only allowed to put out what the players want to put out, right? Correct. I think in a lot of instances. I guess technically not allowed, but be be a bad look to say, hey, do you all mind not saying this, that, and that, and they come out and say this, that, and that. Right, because yeah. Kyle even shared you're, a you're press get, release that people ticked off. Iowa had that shared like, Oh, he had screws put in for his foot bone, and they had like metatarsals and blah blah blah. You don't need to go in that detail, but it's it's like the, the when he just says he has a foot injury, or there's just this, and it's so vague, and and you just get Cal Hemming and Holland. It it opens up room for speculation. So when this happens yesterday, I don't think. I think what happened is the Fredericks did not want it out because he's been he's just dealt with a lot of injuries. They don't want it out that he went under the knife. But it turns out that they actually volunteered him to go under the knife because it'd be a quicker, more certain recovery time. Yeah. That was at least what the doctors told them. But instead of just kind of being up front, it's like, oh, you guys thought that it wasn't going to get out. This is Kentucky. Like... Everything gets out. Mm -hmm. So it ended up turning into a big mess when in reality, like it's, I mean, I think three weeks was actually their three to four. Like he'll be back for whenever they start preseason. So they have three weeks off just to be at home um, coming up. So it's going to end up like we're going to kind of hopefully we end up looking back at this and just laughing at what a stupid day on the Internet it was. Yeah, I, I hope so, too. It, my first reaction was that stinks. What I, you know, the extent of it, whatever. This is that that I feel horrible for him. And then it kind of transitioned to well, thank goodness Kentucky has the depth that that, that they have, and yeah. that's the uh, the importance of this roster. And it naturally kind of allowed me to keep going back to like Kofi, where the one place you don't have depth is with a bruiser. And if something were to happen to Shiba, to Oscar Shubway, then you're then you could be in trouble. Uh, you, you'd have to figure something out. So I think that makes Kofi even bigger. We'll talk a little – we'll talk about all this. Uh, we need to hit a break right now. But more CJ, Frederick, what it means for the team in the short term, what it could mean in the long term. And then we have like a slight Kofi update, kind of like a funny slight one. Ooh, I like slight Kofi updates. And then at the top of the hour, not happy with UK football. Uh-oh. Just kind of sunk in last night, this morning. And uh, we'll talk about that as well. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Almost went for Trevor Kelly. <laughs> oh, take a step back for a minute into the kitchen. Floors are wet and taps are still running. Dishes are broken. How did we get into this mess? Got so aggressive. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and... Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. Roush. Oh, potheads. What an adorable... <laughs> what an adorable bunch of people. Welcome back, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen here on your Tuesday morning. Rainy, kind of gross out, 
rained yesterday, whatnot. Hmm. Oh, well, as long as it's not super hot, I don't care. Really hope it's nice tomorrow, though. I'll be out on the course. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Where are you, where, where are you playing? That's, uh, that's where I'm uh, McCaddying tomorrow. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah the yeah. bar. Oh, yeah. Well, what's it supposed to do? It's supposed to be okay, but, you know. These weathermen, they can't they can't predict anything, right? What if we had man, we need a weatherman that predicts like that's a gambler too. You know what I mean? Like, what's better, his weather or his gambling picks? Oh, that is an awesome segment idea. <laughs> you know, like we could do it on a Friday for the weekend forecasts and then also, ooh, if you know, if we really wanted to kind of push old Luckett out of the PT's picks of the week, get a celebrity weatherman. Mark of the Sea. Uh, I would say Jude Redfield, but I don't want to hear about Western Kentucky every two seconds. We pick Western every uh, week. Yeah. <laughs> well, why aren't you playing the toppers? Because <laughs> they suck. We don't want to play them. <laughs> well, they didn't suck when they beat you when you were two and ten. You're right. They didn't. We did. And uh, yeah. Ooh, man. Uh, I, I've got I've got a lot of takes. I kind of want to keep on the basketball discussion here briefly. Before we do that, I want to remind you about our friends at Genesis Diamonds. They, I'll look right at the camera over there on our live stream. They don't mess around, and you won't when you go. You don't want to mess around either. You want to tell them what you want to spend. Yeah, tell them. And they have a non-commissioned staff that's going to help you. They're going to find your budget, work inside that budget, and give you advice. And if they can save you some money... They want to make you happy. Something comes out of their pocket if they save you money. Uh, they're going to say, yeah, you know, that one does maybe, that one is the, the the bigger name perhaps, but look how sparkly this one that's cheaper is. They, they're nice. They're going to be completely honest with you during the ring buying process, jewelry buying process, whatever it may be, earrings, pendants, bracelets, and the big ones, the engagement rings, Genesis Diamonds, your one-stop shop in Louisville. People come from all over the state and the country to see their deals and their specials. They're on Shelbyville Road, right off the waters and next to Trader Joe's. I had a buddy just went to Genesis Diamonds, got engaged over the weekend. Wow, congrats, congrats buddy. Yeah, yeah we did go. it. Nice. Got his knee dirty. Ah, classic. Yeah. Kentucky all right, basketball. so the Kofi news. Supposedly. Supposedly. From an from an Illinois insider. I guess he was weighing the pros and cons of like and it, it, I think Illinois is starting to get really, really nervous. If, yeah, if they were already probably concerned because Kentucky just kind of took two took two important pieces from them. But they had a so that writer was trying to like, you know, here's why you should be concerned, here's why maybe you should be happy. Uh, the reason maybe that like there's a positive is Kofi supposedly accidentally butt dialed an assistant at two in the morning, an Illinois assistant. My understanding was the Illinois assistant like woke up in the morning. Kofi called it two. What? A, and then just like found it. And then Kofi was like, "Oh, it must have been a butt dial. I don't. I don't know how that happened." Wow. Are we a little worried that <laughs> seriously that we have a twenty year old that is still butt dialing people? Oh, according to my dad, it's very common. I'm thirty one. <laughs> my dad too. Right? I'm thirty one and butt dial so. Maybe it's just a thing that you – is it? have you started butt-dialing people, TJ? Is this something I have to worry about once I, I hit 30? I think I've done probably at one time with an iPhone. My bigger issue is not so much a butt-dial, but it's these, it's these damn buttons. Uh, no, it would be like accidentally – like here, I'll do it with like Hannah. Accidentally hitting it, instantly hitting out, uh, and it going to them, showing up as a missed call to that person. Very odd that it – It kind of ticks me off. Yeah, like it should have to ring at least once yeah. for it to – 
Even the call will say canceled or something on it, and it'll I'll still get like a phone call back, and phone calls back are the worst. Phone calls back on butt dials. Oh gosh, you yeah, I didn't mean to call you. Oh. And then now I always get confused because I, if I accidentally do that, I'll do you do you send the text saying, "Hey, that call was an accident." Oh yeah, absolutely. But what happens if the call actually didn't go through? <laughs> then it's embarrassing. And, and then it's embarrassing. Yeah, but, then, but at the same time, it's just a minor inconvenience for that person. Just total, a, total inconvenience. I mean, you're just looking at a text. I'm very anti-talking on the phone most of the time. Same. I think Few last exceptions. You, I think last week phone. I left Trevor a like two minute voicemail about what? Uh, just it was a pocket dial. Oh, and he called me back, and I was like, the "Hell's Trevor calling for?" <laughs> and apparently, I had called him. Yeah, I've I've been on the receiving end of that for my dad too. Like the six minute long voicemails. <laughs> and it's, it's like, like oh can I can do transcribe? You, it's like because it's just in your pocket. Do yeah. you wait for it to like see if there's actually anything pertinent, or do you just? Get out of no, it right one away. One of these times, I imagine he's just gonna like be telling me the most important family <laughs> life secrets ever, and I'll just have deleted it. <laughs> uh, another one of Terry's butt dials, no doubt about it. So, an accidental butt dial to Illinois staff. Uh, meanwhile, the Illinois insider said this, which is weird that he would have this info, uh, but I do probably believe it to be true because this is kind of normal practice for Kentucky. Supposedly, Roush, UK has the press release ready to go. Hmm. Is it the word on the street? That's the word on the street, but that's not I, – I'm fairly certain that they had one for in harm's way last year before he went to BYU. Like, I don't think that – I think there, there's probably been – I know when players are deciding to leave or stay, they have both of them ready to go. UK is ahead of the press release game. They don't like to be caught surprised with the press releases. So I do think that they have – like, it's there. – there is a lot of smoke, folks, with Kofi in Kentucky, and I, I, I would be – I'll go as far as saying I'm going to be a little surprised if he doesn't end up at UK. Just reading the tea leaves, following along from afar. And I will say UK has been a little bit more posting about like liking this team as if, like, is it a complete team? Hmm. Which, by the way, you know, Frederick was in those workouts. He's in the background in those pictures and whatnot. Is is it more than that? Like, is that, am I reading too much into that? But I do, I, I do, I think I'm, I'm confident that Kentucky, adds Kofi, and if they don't, I'll be a little disappointed. Yeah, and we are – what's our timeline now? So Kofi – when did Kofi enter the portal? Because it feels like we are getting to that point that it's uh, – okay, so it's been about a week. Maybe end of the week, right? It was July 6th. Today it's the 13th. So maybe by the end of the week that'll be a good 10-day. That's uh, It feels like the, the typical portal window. So – Hopefully by the end of the week. I know we got a little bit more transfer portal news yesterday when Marcus Carr, he's visiting Texas. There are plans to visit Louisville, but those are TBD. My UL friends were like, I do like that we're the last scheduled visit if if it happens. Like if he makes it there, which is, that's always in football recruiting, basketball recruiting. Normally when like a kid will list his five officials, you feel good about that. But in late summer in these situations when – a kid is taking a visit. You are always nervous that they don't even make it to your campus if you're not option number uno. The one that I remember that actually still took all of their visits and didn't pick the last the last school was Blackshear. He's one of the few portal guys that just like 
didn't find his school that he wanted oh. to and just stay there. You yeah. know? No, yeah, you're right about he, that. He went through all it, five. That's a good one. It was pretty public. You know, about Reed it, Travis visited picked. Kentucky. It was over. It was like, over. He, in like he, a, was, he was going to go to Villanova the next week. Ended up not going. Right, so. right. That's that's more of the norm than, than it is. How do you feel if you're Devin Askew and you got Marcus Carr coming in for a visit to Texas? Poor guy. Should've, you got it. Should have seen it coming. Should have went to U of L. And they didn't want him. No, oh, they didn't want him. Yeah. 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 Instead, they just got the guy from Marshall. Didn't want him. Good enough for Texas, though. Yeah, if you're Devin Askew, you're probably not thrilled, but he needs more time. He's not. Uh, Jeff Brzezello is projecting him as the starter for Texas. And I'm like, you just cannot have Texas as a top five team with Devin Askew as your point guard. I'm sorry. You just, that cannot, if he comes off the bench, that's fine. He's nice. He'd be a nice player to come off the bench as a, as a sophomore. And he'll be an okay player in time. I don't think he's just there yet. You can't have a top five team. With Devin Askew leading the show, so if that is true, and then you, some Texas fans were like, were even like, he's not going to be the starter. That's a that's a silly article to put him as the starter. But Carr going to Texas would really make them one of the best teams in the country. Him going to Louisville, I think U of L fans would would rightfully so feel good about being a second weekend of the NCAA tournament team. I can't envision second weekend without Marcus Carr, though. No, no. And th- and that's a pretty big difference. Like, hey, we may get upset, in the, or we may lose in the first round, or we may lose in the second round. How fun is that? Versus, hey, we may play a game for the Final Four. Pretty big difference in right. terms of tournament experience and, and how you even go back on viewing a season. Because we all know uh, a lot of times you just go to what you do in March. You can have an amazing season if you get upset early, which for the most part Calipari has avoided, knock on wood. Uh, his earliest loss so far would be in the second round to Indiana when he made when he has made the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. that is and then most of the time though he'll he'll get to, he'll get to the second weekend every other time as a matter of fact he has gotten to the second weekend Louisville if you take away their 2013 title has not advanced further in the NCAA tournament than Kentucky since 2009 wow 2009 it's 2021 it's a really long time Mark, and the fact that like you still have some Louisville media members, well, he'd be a nice piece, but not a necessity. Necessity. If you want to be a good basketball team, Marcus Carr is an absolute necessity. If I'm L, I don't know. I know they're in trouble for cheating, but I'd find a way to like cheat and be like, I don't care if you don't pick well, us, but no. you've got to make it to our campus. Just Whatever you do, please, Carr, let us at least have our shot. So this is thanks to Nil. This is finally an opportunity to cheat legally. But the problem is, Louisville's always been so bad at it. Yeah, I mean, like mm-hmm. Tina Powell. Like, come on. Can I just say, I hate more discreet than I that. hate how much you all have turned me against Louisville. <laughs> Why? I I absolutely despise Louisville since I started doing yeah. this. Show. But I don't think we have like an anti U of L rhetoric. I think we just no, talk we about just, how we just how always, in trouble they are. We just always talk about how big of a dumbass program it is. So <laughs> well, they, it, I'm buying into it. They do do some silly, silly things. And by the way, oh, they're in the middle of their own controversy. And and you know the best thing to do. Oh, they got their own is when little brother. I've never had a little brother, so it, maybe you can re- you can you can tell this better. But what I always hate is when I had something going on and Big Brother would come poking around and in my business, none of your business, Johnny. Get the hell out of here. Did you ever do that? Like when your brother, I don't know, a date or something like that, or a football game, and mm. you just kind of go rile him up a little bit more because you knew he was vulnerable, or were you actually a good brother? Well, the thing was is like. Typically, he did better if I would rile him up. Like, he would get more ticked off. Oh, yeah? But it would work. So, he'd go on that date even with more rage? Well, I mean, go back to, like, the old basketball camps over the summer. Uh Uh-huh. If you started, like, 
giving him hell for missing a shot or something, he would just go score like ten points in a row. He was just so know. that was your your job to kind of yeah yeah stoke just the a flames. Little bit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so they, let's talk about that real briefly. Are you familiar with like? Their, I have no idea their, what you're talking about. It's just more former players back from the '80s that are just like. Yeah, I don't really like what's what's going on, and it goes back to Max not recruiting. Uh, why can't I think? The oh my gosh, not uh, it's not trainer, not Purvis Ellison. No, no, I'm talking. There, there a story that just came out that Rick Bozich did. Why can't he, it, it was with Purvis Ellison? Purvis right? Ellison, yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah, not recruiting his guys. Well, now like uh, there there was another player that kind of came out and was like, yeah, I don't. I don't really know what's going on with like the new, and well, it's all so the way that U of L media is spinning it is like it's Jerry Eves guys versus the current administration, and Jerry Eves just wants to bring because well, I know down. Butch Beard he wrote that letter like don't even talk about me in Louisville, yes. don't even act like I went here. Yeah, they've had some major issues with former players, which is a huge. I mean, he's the guy that broke the color barrier for him. Like it's a big deal. He was a whole American, and he's just said I disavow. What what I would say with U of L is their media, and I I think they rile up a good portion of their fans by doing this. It is if you have a negative opinion about the current state of our program, mm-hmm. you are a negative. You are hurting us, and we don't want to hear from you. They they take constructive criticism and criticism. As poorly as I imagine an athletic program can take. And that's coming from uh, fans of a UK athletic program that we rip the athletic department frequently. But UofL is a different breed because well, we love you and we'll do any L1C4, baby, unless you say something negative about where we are right now because then you could scare recruits. Then then you're, you're part of the issue and it it does come back to like the the Jurich. It's, the, it's where it all started. They don't know any other way to act. Oh no, no Jurich built that foundation of either you're with us and you're against us, and if you're against us, you're out. Like yeah, there's we, no in between. There is no there's in no between. Middle ground. There's no like, hey, this person has a, a negative opinion about the current coach. Eh, that's interesting. And Kentucky fans have done that before, like you know the Rex stuff before like, the game. Man, and, imagine like if Matt. I mean, the amount of stuff that he'll say about the administration. You sure. Know? I mean, uh, yeah. You think you think Mangus or uh, oh goodness what, gracious, what's the uh, uh, the one? sheriff? Blankets yeah, Baker? or even the the one guy, the little guy who's who's been uh, that works in U of L. No, no, no. He's he's been doing radio forever. Diener. Diener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine him saying something. You forgot bad Diener's about name. This is escaping me. I've been real bad with names. I was doing an SEC thing yesterday. Couldn't think of anybody's names. But but there was another former player that came out and basically said that uh, like Kenny Payne should have probably been hired. Look at what these other look what Juwan's doing at Michigan, mm-hmm. and you see some of these other guys. That Penny at Memphis is getting recruits, and you know not really winning, but he's getting recruits. And and so I I, I think that uh, they're in a little a little there's a little fraction here. And finally, you have people that are kind of speaking out, and it's the same old song and dance. Again, you're public enemy number one. If you're not with us, you're against us. But the funny thing, and it happens every time, is now the football program is a mess because of what Petrino did. Mm-hmm. But when everybody was telling you that the recruiting was becoming an issue, you all 
It was Petrino. He was getting good offensive players. It didn't matter. He never needed to win with a good defense. He had offensive lines that were two-star recruits, and they'd be all right. They always go back in time, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about how terrible something was, but they never want to hear it when it's going on at the moment. And with the Max stuff, it, it doesn't have to be a bigger deal than what they are making it. If a former player thinks that Kenny Payne should have been hired, that's his damn opinion, and he's allowed to have it, mm-hmm. and you're allowed to not like it. But it gets it really fringes closely on like the shut up and dribble. Like I don't want to hear you unless you got something nice to say. And if you don't have anything nice to say, then you're an issue to the program. There was another radio show, and it wasn't one of the afternoon. It wasn't you know it wasn't Mingus or any of those guys. There's another radio show saying that like we need to nobody saying I'm I'm not kidding. Nobody say anything negative about Marcus Carr when that tweet came out. That like Marcus with the dockage or not the dockage the Cronin. The Cronin brother tweet. Oh, yeah, yeah. Where Cronin, bug, yeah. Where Cronin's brother was fooled by a fake account, and then he tweeted out that Cara had gone to Louisville, and everybody was like, where the hell is this coming from? Well, a lot of U of L, well, not a lot, but there were some U of L fans that were commenting on that thread saying, "Oh no, he's a black hole. He's he's a he's a gun. He's gonna he's gonna shoot too much. We don't we don't want him." And that radio show broke down those tweets basically and said, "We cannot do that because it's gonna scare Marcus Carr away." Let's talk about it to say that we cannot do. So, so it's it's it. wild. It really is like a wild strategy that they take. I do think there is a weird uh, dynamic though that you have with former players, or just like with any college fan base. I mean, think about the stuff with Kyle Macy in UK, and uh, I hell, what was it? It's been ten years now of Jeff Shepard talking it that Ohio thing where any sort of former player who has some criticism. There's just like a the 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 reception is always fascinating because we want the former players to just be all in all the time. But sometimes they're just not going to be. Like Kyle we, Macy we, played we, in a yeah. different generation. He just yeah. he's from a different era. So he's not going to see through the same lens as the guys today. We view that like when your time's done at Kentucky, you're one of us now. You're a fan. And us fans, we love the program. No matter we what. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's really not true even in the fan state. There are plenty of Kentucky fans that don't like Cal. We know that. Self-worthing ass Kentucky fans uh, that just want to criticize everything. But these athletes are allowed to have opinions and negative opinions. And do I think some of it is like they maybe want to feel a little bit more important or – that's a nice feeling, feeling important. People like that. Does some of it come back down to that or is it just – Hey, at U of L's instance, this is they're kind of defending their guy. Kenny Payne's their 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 guy. They like well, him. He's Cal's guy now. <laughs> I don't know. I was getting into it with Locke in the DMs last night. Locke is such a man. I will say, yesterday Locke was liking some of my Calipari skepticism tweets, and it's like, man, whenever you got Locke on your side, you just worry. Like, oh, it cracks me up. Oh gosh, am I on the wrong side of history? Locke said that Kenny Payne must have no interest in ever being a college head basketball coach because he turned down the DePaul job. What? Yes. <sighs> yes. It's DePaul. It's it's DePaul. But he, he says, if you turn down a Big East job as your first job when you have no head coaching experience, you're not serious about being a head coach. It's a take. It's a, it's a bad one, but it is a take. I mean, the thing, if you want to, man. Imagine so like Cal's advice is always go somewhere where you can win. I brought up when Kirby. I brought up Kirby Smart. I was like Kirby Smart didn't want to be a head coach because he turned down dozens of jobs before he took the Georgia job. 
when you are paid that handsomely and you're in that good of a position, you can do this thing, and it's called being patient. (laughs) To go into DePaul, there's so many other... So I I was trying to get him to bet me that he said that he he guarantees if he becomes a head coach, the job will be worse than DePaul. He messed up by passing on this job. And I said, any amount of money you want to bet, Locke, I bet you that Kenny Payne's first job as a head basketball coach is better than DePaul. And and you know what? If it's even like 50-50 where we're arguing about it, I'll give you the win. Tie goes to the lock. Whatever amount of money you want to go. So if it ended up being like Creighton or something like that, and Creighton's a much better job than DePaul. But even if it were like a Creighton, um, all right, I'll give you the tie there. Because it'll end up probably being a good gig when he is ready to take it. Ooh, here's a question. It'll probably be at a – you know, I don't know where it'll be, but is, – is, Was Orlando going to South Florida a better job than DePaul? No, that's worse. That's worse. And I have said – I've not been shy about it. Cal was uh, very against that. He was telling Orlando, do not do it. To the point that I think maybe Orlando's back at Kentucky sooner. If he did. I don't think it caused a rift between them, but I think it was like – don't do it. It's They don't care about basketball down there. You're not going to get any investments. But Orlando, obviously, he thought this is going to be a community that's going to accept me. I'll fit in. I'll be able to recruit Florida and then mm-hmm. southern Florida pretty well. And uh, he was just ready to be a head coach and kind of jumped on it, and things obviously went wrong. I don't think Cal ever had an I told you so moment, but uh, I, you got to be patient with these jobs sometimes, especially when you're – Kenny Payne – was making more than I would guess 98% of college basketball coaches when he was an assistant. Why would you jump on jobs that you didn't feel great about? Why would you go jump on a Mac job? I mean, DePaul is a local punching bag. And DePaul, I think, with the right guy, like he, I bet that DePaul job kind of intrigued him because you are in Chicago. You got, got your boy, you got your boy PV. Yeah. They have some history, not a great deal of it, but they do have some history. And it's, you're in the Big East. Like, if, you know. Villanova wins championships in the Big East, and and Butler, uh, you've got you've got plenty of proud and good programs in the Big East. So if you can climb up that ladder, you're going to climb up the ladder significantly nationally. So I bet he did think about it, but he probably thought I can do better than this. I can I can do better than this. So oh, good old lock. <sighs> the we, gift that keeps on giving. We're kind of hitting all the local bait. We're touching all the local bases here. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, man, do you, do you smell that smell? Terry? No. You don't, I don't. You don't smell that smell? No. It smells like uh, high school football's back. Oh, is it? Are yeah. You, they're starting this back week. up? Yeah, they're starting back up. Good deal. I, I know I, a lot of teams, I think they could officially start yesterday or on Saturday, but a lot of them waited till this week to start football practice. So, uh, any Southern Indiana and on the Kentucky River. So. We're back, baby. We did it. High we school football it. is back. All right, let's talk some Kentucky football. When we return, we're going to do the Daily Double here. We will be back. Hello to our live streaming audience. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kale. Welcome back for Hour 2 of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. 
Welcome back. Hour number two of Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. It's a Tuesdays with Maury edition of KRC. Did you ever read that book? So which one of us is going to die? <laughs> Whoa, spoiler! Jeez. Hey, KRC is happy to announce a new partnership with Homefield Apparel. They, uh, I did not know how many people loved Homefield yeah. Apparel. I you was, saw it on Twitter oh my, yesterday. Every UK fan was like, "Take my money, yep. cash, cash, cash," and uh, understandably so because they have the coolest gear I think on the interwebs and the Kentucky brand. It's coming out Saturday. Drop big, Saturday. Big new Saturday at noon. Yes, and one thing that is cool about Home uh, Homefield Apparel is. They keep track of when they do their big new releases and their drops. It's kind of like a competitive ranking, like which team has the most popular gear and whatnot. Oh, man. I, I have a hard time believing Kentucky won't be number one. We love our T-shirts. Big T-shirt fan base. Yeah, love our T-shirts. And I did not know they were the company that made the Watch Shot T-shirt. Oh, so that was they were the they, original yeah, proprietors. Where it's like it, you know, it's all and then it has like "Oh baby" written yeah. on it and all that. And Justin's stuff. Justin's got what three of them? Mm-hmm. Isn't that a requirement yeah. for all yeah. Hoosier dinguses? He's uh, he's over the. Watch so he's shot. just agreeing. I yeah, I think wow. his mic isn't working. No, I think he's no, like, it's yeah, go ahead and talk. It's great. No, it's working. Yeah, come no, on. go on. Oh, it's not oh working. man! Uh, oh, heard something. <laughs> just oh. I, uh, uh, actually, uh, hey, come go. on. Case of the Mondays for my mic, even though it's Tuesday. Um, no, I don't have a Watford for. Oh, man. Oh, couldn't hear you at the end there. You do have you a Watford. Do have I do not. He's even got a popcorn box in there. Yeah, that's wow. impressive. No, well, no I Watford. I know he's hanging on to a regular season moment forever. Uh-huh. The only Watford memorabilia I have is memories. <laughs> God. That might be worse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's going to take away those sweet 16s. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's. Uh, you want to talk Kentucky football I, before we got to the text line? Yeah, and we do need to get to the text. But line also for sure. use that promo code KRC for fifteen percent. Fifteen percent off promo code KRC. I am fairly certain it's good now. If you see something else that you like, if you do not, and you want for the Kentucky gear, which that's why you're probably listening to Kentucky roll call, that will be at Saturday, and KRC will get you fifteen percent off. And uh, you can, they'll be like, wow, that KRC show, really popular. We need to keep uh, our partnership with them. So use it and save yourself some money and get some of the coolest T-shirts you're going to find. And finally, some vintage UK shirts. Because right now, if you have a vintage UK shirt, it's actually a vintage UK shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe cool. you might have like a Power K, you know. Oh, yeah. But like that's really it. When UK won in 12, there was a bunch of shirts where just like the print was huge. You're like you remember like I don't know why that was ever popular. It was just like a million different things on a shirt. Yeah, like you know the caricature. You've seen those before. The caricature ones are cool. Yeah. yeah, loud shirts are always funny to me. So I yeah. did snag some of those. So those are not vintage UK shirts, although 2012 getting a little too long, Cal. Yeah, let's get that. What the hell? Let's reset I've, the clock I've, on I've that bad boy. I've lost all my shirts. Damn it! I've grown out of them. Exactly. Too fat. Yeah. You can check on the live stream. Yeah. My gut looks. No, enormous. you look sharp. You look good. <laughs> it really camera really does add 10 pounds. Yeah. yeah. I put the link on the Facebook page too if you want to check it out. Sure. Okay. And watch U- us. UK football. And I can't just throw UK football under the bus. I am all hand, your- hand up. Oh. I'm guilty as well. And I've talked about this before, but never has it been more important than I think like right now. 
Shame on Kentucky for its role that it played in moving that Louisville game to the end of the season. Louisville always wanted it game one. Every single time. We would make it game three, whatever. And then now, I think with the SEC's backing, we moved it to the end of the season. Huge mistake, Roush. We need that game to be the beginning of the year. And we need to, it's not going to be. I know it's scheduled throughout for forever. But imagine just getting to beat them by 45 and what? Let me check the calendar here. Six weeks? Yeah. Something like that? Seven. Six, seven seven weeks? Seven Saturdays, I think, could be. Yeah. Imagine getting to beat them by 45 to start the college football season. So much fun. And then they're done. They're done and done. Like, a a beatdown to your rival in game one of that magnitude, like it's going to be this year with UK and UofL. They're done. I I don't want to wait till November, and I don't want to open up with a crappy team. No offense. I know it's probably better for Kentucky. It's probably better for teams to have a little cupcake to figure out some of the kinks. But we should have never moved that game. Huge mistake. It's, it's And even, like, if Kentucky and Louisville were playing to start the college football opening weekend, no, it wouldn't be the best game on the schedule. It wouldn't be one of the best. But it'd be better than Ole Miss and Louisville, and that's getting the primetime treatment. Mm-hmm. That's getting thrown in with the other ones. Kentucky-Louisville would be better than that. If not, if you and you can think Ole Miss is even better than Kentucky, but still from a rivalry aspect, you're getting more eyeballs. That's why people watch the Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. Nobody cares about Ole Miss or Mississippi State. And generally, those teams are average. But you watch because... It's a rivalry. You're going to have somebody do a dog pee and then get in a fight. So part of it is kind of nice to have it on rivalry weekend. The problem is is that neither team's been good at the same time since the move. And I don't really even agree with that. Like, it does feel like, hey, we're part of the college football rivalry weekend, but we're like the last one. Like, we're the least excited. And then now all we get to do is not watch those other games because we're too busy with the beating down U of L by a thousand. Like I want to have that Saturday to sit down and watch games all day, but that but the the end of the year it's not so much it's not you it's us it's that it's not the beginning. You get all summer to talk about it. You get all See, summer trash that's, talk. That's the you big thing. That's all, the kicker. You get months of it. And right now, Louisville fans actually can convince themselves they're good at football. Scott Satterfield said this is going to be the best defense we've had since I've been there. Well, it can't get any worse, can it? I saw something on a... Only one way to go is up. So that's the one thing that I miss about having it early on is the amount of trash talk in the summer really makes the football season feel so much more... Uh, it just injects a lot more hype into it when it, when it comes to start. So that that part I, I do miss, but I, I still so that, like that the That was the fact, Kentucky thing. We we messed up on it. We I still wrong. like the fact that there's a good... like. How, how, Kentucky was playing Louisville twice to go to a bowl game mm-hmm. in that final game. And in theory, I mean, I think even in their best-case scenario, they're playing Kentucky for their sixth win. This upcoming season? Yeah. I mean, I think that's probably their best-case scenario. I could I could see that potentially being the case. Uh, somebody, on, somebody on House of Blue took Phil Steele's projected starters, and they did the weights for U of L. Their defensive line, mm-hmm. 255, 290, 240. Second string, 250, 290, 260. So 255, 290, 240. Kentucky, 280, 355, 318. <laughs> Second string, 285, 336, 302. 
UofL's average across the two deep, 264. Kentucky's is like... 312. Yeah. 50 pounds. <laughs> and UofL fans will be quick and accurate in this regard. Satterfield had small defensive lines at App State. It's what he prefers. <laughs> and then belt. and then literally like a three-year-old could come back and say, well, that was in the Sun Belt. <laughs> Everybody was small. Like that's you can't you can't it doesn't translate when you're playing Clemson, buddy. Nope. It's gonna be another beatdown. Yeah, just it is bullying. I mean, yeah. that's what Kentucky does when they play ACC teams. Now they're like, no, we're just gonna. I bet Kentucky takes you. a few deep shots too, because Louisville's gonna be like, all right, they're gonna just try to ground and pound. We'll load the box and dare you to throw. And I bet we'll be up by 14 after seven minutes, so we'll probably be like, all right, we'll take some shots. I got. Uh... Yesterday, I did a, a podcast with uh, SEC Mike. You see him on Twitter? Yeah, I've seen him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I've not is... listened to one of his podcasts, but yeah, he's pretty well-known. Well, it was kind of fun to have just to talk about Kentucky big picture because, you know, you get kind of in the day-to-day grind. Uh, it's fun to think from a 1,000 feet and just like, man, this team's pretty good. If you just get a pass rush and get some passing, like, man, they should kick all kinds of ass this year. I mean, should really be a bloodbath in a lot of t- games. So, ah. TJ, you say he's big. He has 244 Twitter followers. No. No, you're looking at, at the wrong me. SEC Mike. Oh, who's your dick? He's like Michael Bratton. It's like his full thing. Oh, well, that's what I looked up, SEC Mike, and it was. Well, well his, twi- his handle is different than his name. SEC Mike has, uh, let's see, um, 28,000 28, okay. followers. A little, yeah. little different. Yeah, a little bit different. Yeah, a little bit. Just uh, I, I was just going to bring up the point, Nick. You're bragging about being on a podcast for a guy with 244 followers. <laughs> <laughs> Not good, buddy. You got bigger things in your future. Hey, let's get to this text line. Let's do it. Because we're going to run out of time if we don't hurry. But, yes, uh, Kentucky, we messed up. We should have never moved that game from the beginning of the season. Not sure if it works or not, but giving the KRC promo code out to Louisville fans for this home field thing hopefully gets some bites for the bros. Uh, slash bought a Watford for the wind shirt. Well, he sent the picture of the Watford for the wind shirt. Uh, um, no, yeah, we appreciate that. And if you're sorry, if they you're, do have some cool sorry shirts. Sorry if you're a Louisville too, fan, that, this has been probably a rough segment. Yeah, but they do have cool Louisville shirts. The the using the Cardinal bird to like shoot baskets oh, or yeah. like do the well, Heisman, so cool. Louisville in the last ten years has really done a one eighty on their merchandising and branding. Ever it was really bad, except that angry Cardinal bird with the like. Oh uh, yeah, with the, the radioactive. I think that was fourteen. 14 yeah, it was Lamar's first game against Auburn. Yeah, huh. yeah, that one. That they they missed on that one, but you know they're not they're not afraid to. They take had some like shots. the Courier Journal uh, font on the back for their names, hey, the old the, English. Didn't the football coaches say that like expect some a different jersey this year, uh, like a special jersey or something like that? They did when they were hosting KSR. They alluded to it. Not gonna lie, I, some of that went in, went out. You, they they talked a lot of times. vacations, man. We need to let it be not well, on the one hand, it's gonna try to sabotage KSR from having, you know, we could have them, but then you're on our show. So it doesn't <laughs> yeah, <awkward>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it doesn't really work that way. But uh yeah, you you weren't thrilled with what they brought to the table. Let it be known I mean, when you're giving interviews. It was fine, but not two hours of it, you know. Yeah. It's a little different than talking with the media for 12 minutes versus two hours of radio. Also, uh, hey, listeners, isn't great to listen to a radio show that doesn't take a break every seven minutes? And that ne- that's not necessarily a shot at KSR, but all those iHeart stations, goodness gracious. That bad? 
Oh yeah, it's that bad. I yeah. noticed the ESPN radio real bad. Like, so because because when they go national, it really is like six minute breaks. Three hour shows are like an hour and fifty minutes Dude, of actual fi- audio. Fine bombs real bad. Oh fine, I don't. I, and I listen to a lot of a lot of radio throughout the day, all different walks of life radio, and I it's just boring. Like it's so hard to be like, okay, seven minutes now, another commercial, and they're the same commercials. You hear them all. The it's just the same repeat of commercials. So, uh, you guys, one eight seven seven. You guys are lucky that we sometimes just don't do breaks at all. Because we're the best. I've held my tongue as long as I can, but it's officially time to add. Water will find its level to the KRC ABCs on the Facebook page. Rouse says it at least three times a show. To be fair, it's the perfect Roushism. <laughs> Have a great day, guys. Man, I really do. Uh, Say that quite a bit. I think it's because it's one of those things that I added to my lexicon later in life. Like, that's something that I picked up from, I think, a friend in college, you know? So it's, it's fairly recent. I always was guilty of writing the word plethora in my stories. Oh, that's a fun word to write. It's just, it was just something. It, obviously, it's not like a fancy schmancy word, but it was a different way to say a lot. Yeah. Yeah plethora of offers <laughs> you really do get when you're in, in the content game and you get in a zone with certain words you oh, just yeah. say yeah it's just yeah uh, you just cross your fingers that like I just, ubiquitous i feel so smart when i use the word ubiquitous <laughs> yeah yeah cognizance the word for me <laughs> <laughs> that's the one that makes me feel but smart. i've got a friend group that like if anybody in the group says to be fair we all just go to be fair <laughs> it's like uh on how i met your mother and they're like um General, man, now I can't even think of the good ones, and they they salute. Gen, uh, general nonsense. Yes, general nonsense. There you go. Or your general nonsense. General nonsense. General, reporting for duty, sir. General tomfoolery. Yeah, yeah. Tomfoolery. It's another great word. Speaking of uh, holding your tongue, I wonder if the phallic tongue is going to be in the. Uh... Ooh, that's really what I'm. I'm. I've got the phallic tongue on my deck. Really? Yeah, that wording. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Trevor, we're gonna need you to cut that. Uh, no, I, no, 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 no. I, I properly you're gonna, said you're need, need need to cut that one. Yeah, that that's. I'll go quickly if they if they brought that one back. Oh, I, I they should have reached out to me for designs. Checkerboard. <laughs> <laughs> Just a shirt with nothing but checkerboard, top to bottom, oh, left man. to right. Man, <sighs> add words to make sentences. Fellas, it's been roughly three years since you've changed the picture of you guys on the podcast. I think it's time for a change. Agree or disagree? We don't we don't care so much about that. I mean, uh, the Bengals shirt. Eh, yeah, I wouldn't mind a new intro. Intro? To the, See, to I the like show. the intro. The podcast yeah. one makes me, like, I need to have a hat on for a podcast picture. Oh, so you, you were in on a new picture. Yeah, I'm all in on new picture. Wow, uh, I'm with Roush here. I think new picture in. I think Justin intro just wants to be out in the picture. No, no, God. Okay, no. well, let's just get let's, this. You know what? We're doing it as I said it. Picture stays the same. No! New intro. Sorry, <laughs> you guys ganged up on me. You backed me against the corner, and now I just have to be defensive. No, I, I don't want the intro to change completely, but I just think like we could add a funny quote. You know, a different audio. Oh, we could to add it. some of our sound to it. Yeah, I don't think like I don't think that would be. I think just like a little remixed intro, not <laughs> completely scrapping the whole thing. Ha- have like some random roll calls in there. In the picture, I I literally could not care less. Uh, new, that's great. Let's do it. I'm for it. You all are in on it. I am. We can go to Bave Industers, get an action shot. 
Roush touching the lights. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, oh yeah, we have somebody write this down too. We'll we'll do a KRC calendar. We could oh get intern <laughs> cat in the picture. We're, we're gonna do a KRC <laughs> calendar, but somebody remind me in November. We'll get intern cat in it. Okay, not gonna help. My wife has a cat. oh no, you know this iPhone camera. It's good enough. I'll yeah. I'll shoot it on this. It'll be great. And if you don't think there's gonna be a Trevor shirtless month, then I don't know what else to tell you. Well, we got to get Douglas. Got to be in a month too, though, right? Since he fills in from time to time. Yes, we'll get Douglas yeah. on there. Man, what would Douglas's action shot be? Du- we could get Dugan coming up short on a dunk. <laughs> oh, whew. I think Douglas. We just have standing in front of the building. Make it look I like would, a record album. Nah, or I'd say. I'd say Ooh. sitting behind the computer. Man, right now we have a weed. <laughs> just like from our view. Yeah, <laughs> like Wilson. Yeah, like a <laughs> uh, Right now, there's a weed that has grown so tall in our front yard. And for a little while, it looked like a tree, and now it's so heavy it can't support itself, and it's just leaning against the bush next to it. Have you noticed that? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. it is. Oh, at the studio. I thought you were talking about your house. I was well, like, somebody Take care in the live it, stream Nick. commented on the studio. Shea said that it was a work of art or whatever he said it was. Also, don't know why all of the – I realize none of the – I guess we've got some pendants in the background, but almost all of the uh, sports paraphernalia is at the wall opposite of – well, Memor- I guess memorabilia. We're at it. No, paraphernalia. <laughs> so correct. Oh, the paraphernalia is over on the other side. Huh. By the potato. <laughs> well, that is the paraphernalia. Alrighty. Uh, we need to hit a break. So let's do that. But Roush, why don't you tell everybody about Salsaritas first and foremost? Because I so here's the thing. We're having taco night at that at the Roush house tonight. It is Taco Tuesday. Gotta get some of their chips to make it happen. They will make any dirt salsa better all you need is their chips but here's the thing salsaritas has the best salsa too so you go you get some of their hot sauce i love their hot sauce justin he's a big little baby the sauces are too hot for justin. too hot for who's your dingo that, me- that medium though mm. yeah well they have the best salsas salsa's so good that's why it's in their name check them out today on your taco tuesday and download that before you go you don't have to it's not like some other places that force you to to order what you want but if you download the app, you're going to save some bucks. They're going to give you some money back. Refer a friend. They're going to get free tacos. You're going to get tacos. Everybody wins at Salsaritas. Two locations, one in St. Matthews, one in Middletown. Check them out today. Very important. They're catering second to none, 502-897-5253. You can do it all online, but if you want to talk to somebody on the phone, you got a special request, whatever it may be, 502-897-5323. This is Kentucky Roll Call. We'll be right back. I'll carry you home Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. It's like, how can you, how can you hate? How can you hate? You just got to like, look at her and be like, ugh, she probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. Oh, that's such a good rejoin. (laughs) This song also is on the radio on the way into the show. I listened to it too. Yeah. We had to serenade to the song. We have a whole dance of that. Oh, you had a dance too? Those are the good serenades when you have. People like on the live a, stream are getting to see a little part of the dance. Man, serenade was my favorite thing about fraternities. And we had, really? That's hyperbole and you know it. 
If that really is the favorite thing about fraternities, well, you had a different fraternity Serenade was fun because you would do that. You'd get a little, you know, you'd have some booze, and then you'd go to meeting, and meeting, everybody would be telling stories. Meeting was always a good time. Oh, yeah, Mon- and it was on Mondays. Yeah, so, like, it didn't feel like the weekend was over quite yet. And Well, now, it sucked you when you realize college is all just one big weekend. Right, right. It sucked if you were a pledge, though, and they were, like, ticked off at you for something. You're like, oh, God, what well, are we going to do I was never a pledge. I was an associate, so can't relate. <laughs> Lambda Chi, they don't they don't call them pledges. They call them associates just to make so, you feel like you're not just going to have your whole world rocked. The best meeting we had was the first of the year because it was it was well it wasn't officially the first but the first that you had pledges, you would introduce them by whenever the EC your kind of governing board your five people would come in, you, they would just get pelted. It was just like a food fight war on the EC. So. Uh, the first time I was on it, we all met in a room and we watched the Al Pacino um, "Life is a Game of Inches" speech, and we got all hyped up. And we had like garbage cans and all this stuff to prepare for the onslaught. And you know, of course, there's always somebody that takes it too far, but like you're just getting nailed in the head with eggs and God knows what else, just disgusting things. And the pledges are like, "What the hell is going on here?" We come to meeting and they just start. Having a food fight? Do the pledges have to pick it all up? Oh, of course. <laughs> that was the most predictable thing. It's got to. Who else is going to I feel like it? if you had half a brain as a pledge, you'd know also that, like, <laughs> oh. okay, this seems like this is going to be what a pledge is all about. Like, cleaning up, picking up. Yeah. 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 Uh, funny stuff, though. Oh, uh, we uh, we had a kid that could do a self standing backflip, so our serenades were always like, "Gosh, and we, you and sons we do it at the end. Yeah. The girls would go crazy." There was a, there was all, we had a guitar guy too, so we had a couple um, good kind so of guitar. I was going to say that that like we did not, and I think we sang the song like with the words, uh, like we had a boombox, you know, or what whatnot. <laughs> oh, but, we never did the boombox. It was all a cappella. I don't think. Maybe ours was, but I'm 90% sure it was not. I'd be surprised to learn that it was a cappella because we, we did not practice that way, but we definitely had like a little song and dance with it all. But that was that's what I was going to say is that like Hannah was talking about at L when they get serenaded, it's just like a couple guys with like guitar and they sing. Like it actually is like serenading. Good. It's like yeah. good instead of just like goofy. At UK it turned into like. Oh man, yeah. Yeah, you just kind of tie one on oh, and man. go we, uh, embarrass yourself in front of a girls. There was even one time where somebody didn't have the guitar guy. And so we would go, like we would make the guitar <laughs> sounds with our mouth. Oh, man. That's good stuff. Good. Ah, All right. College. Let's get back to the text line. 502-414-1450. Oh, Justin. Justin hit the gong there? over there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're unfamiliar with the show, that's the best way to get in touch with it. We go 7 to 9 Monday through Friday. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen. Text in 502-414-1450, and you can uh, hear your text on the show. Way uh, to go. <laughs> Fellas, it's oh wait, wait, sorry. The Dinga skates into Bob Evans and his neon green gray Healy Wheelies from Skechers. <laughs> Never well, owned Skechers. Well then he might wipe out and break his elbow again. Did you ever have the Healy Wheelies? Car. No, I never had Healy's. That's Did you ever have Healy's? Those were like my sister's time when they came out. I think my sisters might have had a pair, but they oh, were there was kids when we were in college that had Healy's. Oh, but you see them like going into Whitehall, going 25 miles an hour, and then actually, my sisters had the precursors to Heelys, where they actually you could pop out skates Roller on the front blades. and the back. Wait, what? Yeah, like it was uh, instead of just one wheel in the back, you could pop out another wheel in the front as well. They were just bad roller skates. Hmm. Look cool though, really cool. 
but they were really zipping through town. Oh, yeah. Bad boys. Arby's has the meats. Trevor gets the meat sweats. He really does. Yeah, I mean, it's probably what he's most known for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, going to Arby's. <laughs> Justin won't trust his own gambling advice, but he will trust Bob Evans' GM when he lies about it not being trash. So gullible, Scooter Dingus. <laughs> Oh, Scooter Dingus. Oh, my God. That's Billy insane. Big Blue. What, oh, what, how God. much money, in Billy all seriousness, is really bringing the heat, would you pay if somebody said, listen, we got video of Scooter Dingus falling down. <laughs> oh, my God. But we have to, you know, it's going to kind of, like, be expensive to get it from this company. How much would you out-of-pocket pay for that? All right. I'm good like for – Like a TMZ situation. Yes. I'm definitely in for 100 bucks. I was going to say, like, I would probably take, you know – a couple months of the Patreon budget because if we don't, you know, if we're not spending that money on that, then what are we doing? Right, right. right. So <laughs> I, I, yeah, I, 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 to get it, I would love to see the video. <laughs> There's not one out there, but I would love to see it. Huh. We gotta wish those girls. <laughs> girls are always on their phones. They, yeah, could have. And been Snapchatting, like exactly. Oh my gosh, there's yeah. a dingus. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that little dingus. <laughs> <laughs> oh god what's the chances that kofi coburn gets a sponsorship from a major penicillin manufacturer sounds like a no-brainer to me maybe he and peter burns from the sec network could team up low-hanging fruit buddy yeah also the coburn jokes if you don't have a good one what if peter burns what if that's his tv name like what if his last name is burns what was the guy but in uh the simpsons mr burns what's his first name mr oh my god but yeah, like what if that? Because I found out that uh, a guy in Lexington uh, who does TV at KYT had no idea that that was his TV name. Hmm. He, he he's actually Alex Gilliland, but he's Alex Walker on TV. Because I guess that's just easy to say. Then wait, Gilliland. He's not a real Walker. No, he's not he a real Walker. Name Walker? I don't think so. Okay, well, the Walker community has an issue with this. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, when I went to look up this YouTube stream. Totally forgot about the other T.J. Walker, our, our public speaking expert. Oh, that yeah. bozo. <laughs> he, he ended up giving his Twitter account name to somebody else. And then that person I asked very politely, and they blocked me. Oh, my God. They blocked you? I would almost guarantee you that they that this public speaking T.J. Walker reached out to that T.J. Walker and told him my story. Just like whatever you do, do not give it to yeah, the I'm radio guy. guy. Yeah. Even though he's blocked you? No, the 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 public speaking guy never blocked me. He's got stones. He's a goober, but he's got stones. Okay. This other one that I think like lived in the Philippines, he blocked me instantly. Oh, can't handle the heat and get out of the kitchen. I don't know what that was right there. Sometimes no. I say things, don't really know. Don't really know where it's going. But another texter says, "Sinner, <laughs> I live into the the Hague." Which that comes up every time. And I think we mispronounce it every time. Yeah. The whole the hog. The hook. The hog. The hog. Cow, did TJ break his leg? I don't know. I haven't seen him. <laughs> but seriously though. Y'all skipped one from Billy Big Blue. Oh, there's another one. Oh yeah. yeah. He rips on me again. It's pretty funny. I oh, believe the saying Billy, is Billy Big Blue's kinda quickly turning into one of the favorite texts. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Billy. I believe the saying is, if you throw stones in Indianapolis, the short drunk guy that falls off his scooter is the one you hit. <laughs> that actually is. Goes back to Confucius. <laughs> Robert, season one of Survivor coming oh. September 22nd, fellas. Come Hope on. 
Hopefully you guys have a planned a KRC After Dark podcast after each episode. TJ, if Nick bails on you, you have my number. Yeah, help dude, we got to do Survivor. Patreons. We can do a Survivor one just the day after. Okay. We'll do the radio show, we'll, and then we'll do... We'll, we'll, oh, Hannah's not going to like getting the boot. She's my little podcast. Sorry, she Hannah. She's my little Patreon podcast celebrity. Yeah, no, she won't I'm, care. I'm not going to tell Hannah to suck it though. Out of respect, she'll be. We'll be <laughs> like a, we'll daughter. be like a week from a baby at that point. So I think she'll be okay. It's going to be great. Like you know, the only thing for me that kind of sucks, you know, is that like if I don't work, I don't get paid. Yeah. <laughs> so no fraternity leave for me. I know it's paternity. Yeah, yeah. Well, the the thing with your job, though, it's fairly flexible. So, you know, you just pick up some here or there depending on – like, you can go back when you feel comfortable. I'll just have to do appraisals in the dark of night when the wife isn't awake. Can I come measure your house? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off the air. Did, oh, man. Did, did uh, oh, an appraisal of a horse person that you are familiar with. Oh, yeah. Brad Cox. No, if I did that, Roush, I'd probably see Roush out the house. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a good one. Uh, so we will do that, Robert. We, uh, September twenty second. I'm glad. Like uh, I mentioned it recently, but I watched that Cook Islands one. Such a good one. Went down to the final vote. Yeah, man, rarely happens. Jeez Louise, Texter, if you can't get up for this team because of star power, then what the hell can you get up yeah, for? Yeah, what the hell. He says, don't answer that. But what what a Cheeks take. I love Cheeks take. That's a good reference. We won nine freaking games last year and maybe adding an All-American in July on top of a major reload already. I'm freaking hype. Hashtag Cats by 90. I do think we are going to get a lot more tepid fans in general, though. Just Well, I, actually, I don't know. Are people going to be more ridiculously overwhelmingly optimistic because we just need something to get excited about after just a terrible year or are, is everybody going to be reserved because they're just, they don't want to be hurt again. Kentucky fans are pretty quick to fall in love again. I like that about us on to the next one. And and every year people will be like, I'm I'm not, I'm not getting excited about this team. I'll, 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 I can't get excited about these freshmen. I'll have to see them play. You know, everybody always sets these boundaries in the bars. But I remember that Maxi game. Like, everybody just – we went nuts. Yeah. We, like, that team we were convinced was going to be great. And you know what? They took their lumps, and then I think they were going to be great. I think they were poised to make a nice big run. But we are quick to fall in love as U.K. fans. I think just naturally fans do that. And uh, I think we're going to be all in. I not saying I'm going to have a 40-0 tweet ready to pop off, but nah. you beat Duke game one, there may be a 40-0 tweet ready to pop off. Oh, yeah. Beating Duke, I mean, like, the Kool-Aid will be chucked. Yes. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Manage a sales office and have used the pack of dogs bit from Cal a couple times. You used it correctly, Terry, and it's usually targeted towards media, a.k.a. Pat Forty, Thamel, Goodman. Cal is the goat. It is a pretty good quote. Like, you use it where it's, you know, if you get offended – there's a reason. And you got offended. Like, that. that's, you know, there is. There is a reason. So, good. I'm glad I got it right. I didn't learn it until Cal, but that was back when I was going to, like, every single press conference. And I swear, between, like, 2011 and 2014, he said it every other press conference. 
Texter asks, if any of you have ordered home field before, should I go a size up? Oh, that's such a tough call. I don't know. I have not. I always go 2X with T-shirts now, just to be safe. Those that have gotten T-shirts from home field, they look like a really comfortable mesh material, but those are more prone to hugging. Yeah. And so if they hug, generally you may want to go a size up. Right? Right, right. So I don't know for sure. So I know there's listeners that have ordered from Home Field. Are the sizes true? Do they run a little tight? Are they a little the shirt I got at Oakmont? You know, I play I don't know if I brought that up. I played oh, Oakmont. Yeah, yeah. Really? I did. No yeah. Way. It was great. They have had some US opens there and whatnot, but uh, yeah, not a huge deal. That I should have gotten a medium at that place. And they were I huge. Yeah, they were ginormous. I haven't worn a medium since high school and well, I have not lost it, weight. Is it the uh slick? It was like the golf. Under Armour. Uh, it wasn't Polo. Under Armour, the brand. But, but like yeah. that kind of material. Those sometimes, the golf shirts will run enormous. They do. But then regular, eh, it's stupid. Well, here's what you can do. Order your normal size, and then if it's too small or too big even, you can just cut the sleeves off and make it a, a cutoff. I love that Justin still has cutoffs. Like I have that. cutoffs. What's wrong with cutoffs? We talked you, about we, DJ wearing a cutoff on yesterday's show. Perfect for the lake. When was the last time you actually took the scissors out to cut? Oh, <laughs> this, okay. Two weeks ago. <laughs> okay, I see what you're saying. I see what yeah, you're saying. you know yeah. what I mean. Like, yeah. I mean, if you have a shirt that doesn't fit anymore, you're gonna still wear it if it's a cutoff. Well, you hurting for shirts, buddy? You can just throw it away. No, I just I don't really want to buy I got more. Way too many shirts. Same. That's and why I, you can I afford. Like, like once a year, I go through them and throw out other ones. And I just have. Wouldn't it be fun only having like 15 shirts. Anytime, next time Maybe, you go to throw like one away, or. just cut the sleeves off and see if you wear it. Yeah. You will, I promise. Okay. Man, do you know it's Josh Allen's birthday? What an awesome football player. Remember mm. Great that? quarterback. Great, great sacker. The best <laughs> sacker in the history of sacks. I think some NFL quarterback ranking had Josh Allen ahead of Lamar and UFL fans got upset. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, they were very upset yesterday because, uh, you know, any quarterback rankings, they're ready to – Oh, I also like that uh, the hot takes – from I think it was Skip Bayless maybe about I don't know if I can trust my quarterback who's uh, out here doing one-on-one drills on the paved concrete with kids is that smart I don't think so like Colin Cowherd when uh, somebody was wearing a hat backwards yeah. yeah who was that was it Baker that he got all worked up about the Baker was wearing his hat backwards uh I think so yeah him and Man. him and Baker cannot wait for football season AFC North is going to be really fun to watch. Assuming that Joey B's healthy for the Bengals. I know, man. The Steelers are going to win it all. Benny Snell's going to be like the MVP. Steelers are probably the like easily the worst team, maybe. Dude, suck it. I actually think the Steelers are probably better than the Bengals, but the Bengals will be more fun to watch. Yeah, that's true. We Steelers. shall see. Do we need to hit one more break, or are we good? What's that one? We're okay. good. I mean, it's the same one we skip every day. Oh, well, in that case. <laughs> all right, you said it, buddy. Jeez Louise texter. Oh, we got that one. Uh, another one says, I'll defend my Bob Evans take until I die. Best breakfast place ever. Yeah. I mean, you can't genuinely believe Bob Evans is the, is the best breakfast Best text into the show. You have to have some nostalgia value there to make you feel that way, if you do genuinely and truly feel that way. I mean, some people are just wiser than others, and me and this texter are two of them. Yeah. Dumb take. Wow, 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 says the texter. To the guy who lives off his traveling nurse's wife's paycheck, you do not 
want this smoke in cornhole. <laughs> Though I'd be happy to su- supply the smoke, it'd be in your best interest to avoid it. I know it's easy to talk a big game over text, and that's exactly what I'm going to do, but it's straight facts. I'm at the point in my cornhole game that if I don't throw a four-bagger, it's disappointing round. I wow. threw 16 straight in the hole Friday, and that's not even my best streak. I spent the 4th of July bouncing from cookout to cookout just praying there was a decent competition, and sadly I couldn't find it. I expect you'd be more of the same. Stay in your lane and maybe get your wife to buy you some lessons before you come at me. Sincerely, Daddy. Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Wow. Holy smokes, he's folks. Dead. He's got to respond. He has to. No, Absolutely. he's dead. He's underground. I mean, unless he falls out of the bottom of the coffin. 16 straight I mean, he in is the dead. hole. Do you all buy that? Yeah. I mean, there are people that are freaks oh, yeah. at Cornhole. There are, and yeah. But are we buying that this texter is actually one of them? I think I don't know what mine is, but I think I've had back-to-back four baggers before. I've never gotten done more than that, though. And even that may be a stretch. But I bet I've gotten six in a row. I bet most people have probably gotten more in a row than you think. Cornell used to be huge, Roush. Yeah. It's like you wouldn't show up to like a pregame that was outside and there not be cornhole there. We don't there do as much a, anymore. Weirdly. When we were, because it got popular when we were in high school. Yeah. And I remember at first. Big time. Was it, we at least had it a rule where it was if you got a four bagger, it was game. That used to be like the rule. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I guess people, people still play got that. so good that it had to. Go by the. I bet you could find a place that they'd still play that. But yeah, Justin, it's not crazy. Like, that's pretty, that's really, really, really impressive. But I don't, I weirdly believe this texture because people can do that. Fair enough. Yeah. Just realizing that red sign that says Barry Larkin, it kind of says if you look at the B, it says Blarkin. Hey, Blarkin. (laughs) Big dog's Blarkin. Morning, guys. Listening to the show on the podcast yesterday, coming home from work. And what's with that other texture you correcting you? For saying PKs. Played soccer for 15 plus years. Ref from U8 to a middle school regional finals. And it's 10,000% acceptable to say PKs. No, I think 100,000%. Oh, wow. Nor is it frowned upon. The other guy can suck it. Thank you, Taxer. That means a lot. Absolutely. I used to actually commentate some minor league soccer games myself. So, yeah, PK is totally normal in the Well, major leagues. United well, leagues. United leagues. Yeah. Very united. Hey, me too. <laughs> so united, you lose one sometimes during the middle of the year. Also, who's your dingus? I was in Jasper yesterday for a job and drove past a golf course named Sultan's Run. <laughs> Looked really nice, and we should play there one day. Y'all have a good Tuesday. I have heard a lot, a lot, a lot of good things about Sultan's Run. It sounds like a very bizarre name for name a two, golf course name two in of the Indiana. Good, name two of the good things. Well, so I've only known a couple guys to go play it, but they were both uh, pretty complimentary. Just just the course in general of how it's set up, the shape it's in. The shape and the course. Yeah. Okay. Not I'll very, check it out. Not very good reasons. I haven't golfed since the Oakmont round. I don't know. It took a lot out of me. It was really bad. Pretty embarrassing. That back nine. Did Justin try to glam up a butt dial by calling it a pocket dial? Hashtag suck at Justin. I did, but only because butt dial's not really all that accurate. It's more times than not, it's a pocket dial. Yeah, you don't put your phone in your back pocket. Unless you're a woman. Like it's a wallet, yeah. Yeah. But it came from the butt region of your body. I mean, technically, your pocket slides near your butt Mm -hmm. when you've got your pants on. And when when you're sitting down, you're right by your butt. Sure. It's neighbors. I'm all right with that. Yep. Just tried to glam it up. Louisville did that to themselves. Don't put that evil on Roush and TJ. 
Oh, talking about to yeah. you, yeah. Oh, and you know the thing is, they are like Satterfield will be gone after this year. It's going to be a bad season. He'll be gone after this year, and rightfully so. They're a bad hire away, Roush, from a decade of irrelevancy. That's true. I and, mean, and, I guess Lamar only, Jackson. No. That, no, I'm saying, but one more bad hire, assuming that, you know, three years of more of the same, that's a decade of irrelevance. Is that 2016? I guess that was 2016. It would get to a decade. Yeah. That's my point. You're not there yet. I'm saying if they make one more bad hire after Satterfield, and then you don't – it can be hard to recover from a decade of – it can be really hard. It can go a long way because then you're talking about kids growing up not thinking of – now, they're, they're going to be lucky to have Lamar in the NFL, hopefully, for a good bit, where, like, at least you'll have that. But if I'm a U of L fan, that, after Satterfield gets canned this season, that next one is going to, like, if you, if you mess that one up, your program is no longer the program you, you think it is, envision it, and the total expectations in the bars need to be reset and remeasured. Be a real shame if you, that You've done a lot of remeasuring as a – Appraiser. <laughs> that's exactly that's exactly right. Is U of O broken, Terry, or is it just a stretch f- fracture? Amputated. Uh, so who who's uh who's doing the show today? Myron Medcalf. Is Ryan gonna be on it? He wasn't planning on it. I'm I'm wondering if he's gonna come back to respond because he did tweet oh. and like he kind of stood his ground. And that's what I think's funny about Ryan is that sometimes he will just cower beneath the table. And other times he's like, no, I'm right, damn it. I'm standing by my word. So, what do you, so he's not backing down. Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. But I do think it's really, he's calling it a broken leg when it was a stress fracture, which technically correct, but sounds much worse when you say broken leg. You think broken leg, you think of the kid who fell off the tree and me falling off a trampoline at two years old and breaking my femur. Which, by the way, when your daughter gets, I don't know, a year too old, she's just going to try to do everything to kill herself. Like, that's all babies. They're just like, I'm just going to climb on everything and just do all of the things that I'm are just way too dangerous. Hmm. Kids. Self-destructive. It's all our job. Make sure they don't kill themselves. Wow. Live streaming a video feed now? What are you all? The Joe Rogan experience? But seriously, that's awesome. Without sounding like a total ass kisser, thank you guys for continually finding new ways for us to interact with the show. I can't tell you how often I'll be listening to another podcast and have the thought to text in but realize that I cannot. The KRC crew spoils us. Thank you. That's Alex in Colga, which uh, Columbus – oh, that's a fun way to say Columbus, Georgia. Colga. It is pretty cool. You know, bird experts will use, like, sometimes the first two – letters of a bird's name to i just read this and now i don't remember the reference so i sound like an uh, morning dove they call modo oh, so nice. that bird if you were like a bird shark if you're a big ornithologist yeah. so i guess like a cardinal would just be a <laughs> you know the morning dove is the bird that kind of sounds like an owl Woo-hoo. like, like hoo, hoo, hoo. that's a morning dove not an owl. If you check your Facebook group, somebody say, there's an owl in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah, that, that does no, happen. No, it's a, it's a, it's a modo. It's a modo. Yeah. yeah. I'll you say hit that with next them, time. people it's are like, whoa, Roush knows this birds. <laughs> then whenever there's fireworks, they say, oh, there's gunshots. <laughs> uh, but thank you for that, Alex. That was the whole point, is that when we say something stupid, we want people to be able to call us out on it. We're, we ain't going to hide from it because we don't really care. John we're, here. We're wrong all the time. 
Good morning to all. Yesterday, I bought my ticket to the UK season opener. All right, John. I can't wait. Cats by 90. So this morning at my job, the mayor is coming by to speak to our students. So my question to you guys is, what is the question or questions I should ask? Or I should not ask? What should he ask? What should he not ask? Should I just keep it warning questions for the students, or should I go all in with the tough questions? Oh, you got to hit them with some gotcha questions in front of the students so he squirms big time. What gives you the right? Start with that one, John. (laughs) (laughs) Mayor of Evansville? Yeah, maybe ask him, why did you tear down Robert Stadium, huh? What did it ever do to you? Wow, yeah. Say, uh, winter, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on in Evansville. Yeah, Ooh, see, build if some bridges. Can, see if you can annex to Kentucky. Would we take Evansville? I think we would. Yeah. Right? Yeah, it's southern enough. Yeah. John's We're only there. annexing John's southern a nice anyway. guy. Yeah. Yeah. You guys can't change the picture. We need many more years of people texting in and telling <laughs> Roush he looks like Tobias from Arrested Development. He's a fine-looking gentleman. Oh, if we redo the picture, you can bet your sweet butts that Roush and I are probably going to be having hats Especially on. Especially because I'm sitting, <laughs> just, I'm sitting down. You know, I've got the glasses on. It's it's more like when he uh, was in Scary Movie too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you got wait. Aren't you wearing the toboggan in the picture, or is that just on the table? I think it's just on the table. Okay. Or no, you're wearing the Bengals hood, yeah. sweatshirt. That's yeah, what it was. Yeah. yeah. Lexington Redneck here. Just wanted to say have a good, bright morning to everyone. Also, smile at someone can change their day, so let's try to be kind on this gloomy day. Roka. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Smile goes a long way. Don't waste another minute of your crying. Oh, I ordered – they're not a sponsor, but I ordered a (laughs) – do you ever do this when you, like, call in a phone order for a pickup? And then they're like, all right, what can I get you? And you say exactly what you're getting. And then they're like, okay, what size was that? And they just, re- like, they ask you the questions that you already said. Yeah. A little frustrating. Sometimes they forget they weren't paying attention. <laughs> it happens to me all the time on this radio show. But your job it's like, wait, is what to- were you saying, Terry? <laughs> Let's go to the text line 502 414 Montgomery Burns is the guy in Simpson. Montgomery. I think there was probably Peter Burns' first name. So here's the thing. I, when I go to SEC Media Days, I want to have a conversation with Peter Burns. Like, you know, oh, nice little interview, talk Kentucky, whatever. I really want to ask him if Peter Burns is his real name. But I also, like, does he get that question a lot? What if he's like, no, it's actually Pete. What if he's really offended by it, too? I don't. Why would somebody get offended by that? Is that, like, I'm sure people make the low-hanging fruit jokes to him quite a bit. Like, I bet he got teased about that quite a bit in middle school. Well, then don't Maybe do it. Maybe it's then. a soft spot. Then don't do it. That's what I'm Ooh, saying. Do t- I do tweet it? Tweet him from your burner. I don't. I have a burner. Your People are in live stream. They can see you winking <laughs> I now. I do not have they a can burner. See what, he literally looked at me and winked. <laughs> He's getting nervous. Oh, man. My face is getting <laughs> Oh, God. They got me. Texter says, after the baby, we'll see TJ on the side of the road with a cardboard sign. We'll do appraisals for food or golf lessons. Oh, God. Imagine golf Hey, by the way, listeners, too. if you all ever need, if you're in the uh, surrounding county area, you ever need an appraisal, I'm your guy. I yeah. charge arm and a leg for celebrity fee, though. 
you okay? No, what if that what if that was a thing where it was like instead of cameo, you're like the celebrities come do your pra- appraisals. You got C.J. Frederick wimping in with his his peg wax. <laughs> Well, CJ, it's just so great to have you here. <laughs> no. Oh, goodness gracious. Whew. All right. Uh, Sexer says, size up. The material's prone to shrinkage after washing. I feel like all those soft, nice shirts are kind of like that. Probably true. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, some of those tight ones, you know, if, you're, if, you're pe- oh. if your pecs aren't where you want them to be. It's more about your they're not the, they're your not, abs. They're not. When it, you're, or oh, I don't. I mean, a beer belly. Who cares? Like, but it's when you when it shows the belly button through it. That's when you're like, <laughs> that's too oh, tight of a shirt. Yeah, those are the worst. I've never worn a shirt where you can see the <laughs> never, belly button. No, never. and I think I've no, been, no, no, I think, no, not like through like underneath the bottom, but like sometimes no, I know what like you mean. sucks it in. Yeah, yeah. Well, because like, <laughs> I don't mean, I mean like you're a holding crop top. A, you're holding a baby, <laughs> and you know it gets the, the baby pulls on the collar. I have, I have one picture in particular with a Duke boy that just like, ooh, that, that's sure. It's not that tight, but he's oh. – That's extremely relatable, Nick, regardless of what TJ says. I, I, who, you almost terror. just have Audis like I wouldn't believe for belly buttons. <laughs> no, I just have a big belly. Uh, yeah, but – I'm slamming the light too, beers. It is too tight of a shirt if you have an any and the shirt is going inside the crevice. It is too tight of a shirt. At I that can't point. believe you've never put on a shirt that's you've had to deal with that. I mean, I have one on right now. I don't see my belly button. I, mean, I don't know that I put a shirt on like that and kept it on, but it's definitely happened. I would say I don't. Can you can you say nipples on air? Why not? Because I, I have nipples, Greg. Can you melt me? Because shirts, yeah, that's a much bigger, more realistic issue, especially if it's cold. I was trying to get a drink order to Justin's Hotel Bar. He was. Cutting his cutoff off while I waited. We made eye contact. He said, that's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, Justin, you're going to someday have a KRC listener at your bar. Maybe so. I'm ready. Oh, that would... I try. I tell you all right now, I try to get everybody that comes to the bar to listen. Roush, we got to go up there someday when he's bartending. Just get slammed. It'd be hilarious. (laughs) Do it. I'm all for it. Would we get free drinks? I might sneak you one. How about two? Mm, one for each of we'll you. We'll tip you well. One of each. One yeah. for each of you no, equals no, two. No, we just tip you well. we'll tip That's you how well. you get away. It's not how it works, Justin. I got. I got to make money for the hotel. Here. You just punch him in. Dude, what a freaking yeah. carpetbagger! I even said I would. He's there. I said I would give you one drink. The hell? We're basically begging people to join our Patreon, and here you are. Stop being so damn greedy. We're gonna have to pay full just price. Just money to the man. Yeah. Goodness gracious. You know how many people would be happy with one free drink, and y'all aren't happy with it? Get out of here. Uh, no. Don't come to my hotel bar. Uh, we won't. <laughs> we'll go to Trevor's house. He'll serve us up something real special. That's right. Nine of our 11 starters on defense being juniors or seniors should be the backbone of this team, but assume Cohen Field's a top five offense in the SEC this year. Where are you ranked at the end of the regular season? Where are you ranked? That's That's a fringe top ten. Top five offense in the SEC? If Kentucky ends up having a top five offense in the SEC with what I think the defense is and should be, I think you're gonna be I think you're gonna be ten to you're gonna be in the ten to fifteen range. I'll 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 drop back five just to be a little safer. If you have the defense, which I think is going to be certainly top three in the SEC, top five. Florida's defense gonna be nasty. Alabama's always Alabama. 
I would think that Kentucky wish we had Jamin Davis. Yeah. Oh God. That'd be just smash mouth. No. I don't know what teams would do if Kentucky did Seriously. have Jamin Davis. Because yeah. you wouldn't have any time to throw and then where are you going on the rush? I would think that if you have a top five offense with like what they said, given the defense, because you're, and this is from uh, I think a scoring offense perspective. I don't expect a ton of yard, like, I, but I expect them to to put up more points. It would have to be yeah, French top ten. Yeah. yeah, a texter says I. Anyone else picture Sultan inside Sultan's run giving fortunes with this crystal ball? I foresee you shooting a hundred and ten today, TJ. <laughs> what movie was that? Was that the movie Shaq where the uh, the genie? They go to that little like fortune teller thing and Kazam. Kazam. Oh, yeah. Kazam. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Got there it mixed is. up. Oh, man. The uh, Space Jam. When did that come out? Um, this week. I Not think. soon enough. I am so sick and tired of seeing commercials. Oh, it. I can't wait to watch it. Though. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah, I'm with you on that. But my gosh, I, if I never see another Space Jam 2 commercial again, it's too soon. All right, we got the All-Star game tonight. Uh, could not care less about it ever since they took away home field advantage. NBA game's not till tomorrow, which oh, was disappointing. I'm going to watch uh, Shohei. You're not going to watch him uh, pitch and hit? I mean, there's a little bit of like an Americana feel to the All-Star game, so I probably will put it on. But Yeah, you just watch the beginning. And ever since it. they took away home field in the All-Star game, or for, for the World Series, they ruined the All-Star game. I, that's my take every year. I'm never backing off of it. It's just boring now, but... Go AL. We're the best. Suck it, NL. Oh, you suck it, AL. All right, we're out of time. Man, I was really hoping that NBA game was tonight. That was too. Luckily, it's just tomorrow night at 9 o'clock. So, <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> this is Kentucky Roll Call on Roll Big X Sports Radio. Okay.